and welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Ty. And I'm Jackson. And yes, once again, it is my favorite day of the week where I get to talk music with my buddies and we're going to go through everything the scene has to offer this week. And I'm really excited. So how about we just get this started right now? We're going to go into some major topics. We're going to go into some major music. So Ty, how about you lead us off? On AlternativePress.com, Amongst the Men's Austin Carlisle trolls the fans by posting about on his Instagram how much his band's album sucks. Well, here's here's what I don't get right away is, first of all, why is this a story? It just like showed his Instagram post and some comments that he made saying like garbage and poop and a couple of other things, which is, I mean, that's funny. That is funny to say poop, you know, have a keep on going down stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like a slow, um, I'm pretty sure it was a slow news day out alternative press because anything on Mice and Men related, um, like like the very smallest thing possible, they just uh, make it like complete big news. But it's just like Austin doing his regular social media and he's trolling his fans because he sees a lot of like the hate comments on Cold World and he wants to play along with it. Well, here's the thing though. Is it trolling the fans when he's telling the truth? Oh, no. oh he, did it. he did get it he did it that out of here <laughs> we're not an album reviews yet get that out of here <laughs> well come on that was such a perfect with... setup i mean if he wants to troll the fans and agree with them and how much it sucks because he sees it almost all the time like ever since the restoring force days yes then hey let him do his thing Oh yeah, and we'll get we'll get to it for the reviews because we'll have a recap review from Jackson and Ty, and then we'll have my final review. <laughs> so, <laughs> Should be a good one. And Ty just held up Restoring Force album, which I don't know why that hasn't been burned already. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, man. I got gotcha. you. Well, it is. Uh, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right, Ty, why don't you lead us into the next story as well? Phil Anselmo says Pantera's use of the Confederate flag imagery was about as innocent as innocent could be. I can understand that because I think we briefly just talked about this. I think the Pantera's use for the Confederate flag being that they're from the South and showing Southern pride and all that stuff. But I think the Confederate flag is, of course, the most defamatory and icon in American culture. In both ways, people take the Confederate flag. They could take it like, oh, it's a piece of American history. It's not that bad, not big of a deal, blah, blah, blah. And some people will say, oh, it's still uh, defamatory. And it's uh, a time in uh, history where people, black people, were being treated as um, treated like dirt in a way. Yeah, in more, than, in more than one way, that's for sure. I mean, even less than dirt, yeah, unfortunately. Exactly. Yeah. Well, first of all, the reason, let's give a little bit of backstory. The reason why it's getting brought up is because they're doing, aren't they doing like an anthology or something like that, like the entire span of Pantera's life. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But I think they've done it a couple of times before. But I think they're doing it yet again. Yeah, it's something you know. It's a money. It's a money thing. It's a cash grab. But what I thought was very funny, you know, besides this whole thing coming up again, is that it's Rolling Stone doing the interview, and they are the biggest bunch of fucking hypocrites ever ever the amount of hate things that they put on their magazine i brought it up on the show before the whole boston bomber getting his boy band glamour shot on the cover of their fucking magazine like for them to be bringing this up and making it seem like they are on the side of quote-unquote good is complete and utter bullshit yeah i'm still getting free magazines from them and i never even subscribed to them yet i'm like why (laughs) 
They're just sending you garbage to throw out. Jackson, what do you think about this? Yeah, I know they say it's as innocent as could be, but unless you're literally giving everyone a history lesson on what America has been through, there's no really innocent way of displaying the Confederate flag, especially if we're not in back then times. I mean, there's really just no need for it. I felt like it's unnecessary, but I'm sure they have good meaning behind it or, you know, they don't mean bad from it. So I don't think that anyone should just completely you know, dog on Pantera or anything. I just think, you know, it's just a bad choice. It's We're in sensitive times right now, I think you should say. Very, very sensitive PC times, yes. Yeah, 2016 is pretty sensitive. I could see why people are, you know, not digging it. But then again, I don't want to dog Pantera because I know they don't mean it in bad ways. And I'm sure they'll learn from this. Yeah, I'm pretty Yeah, I think I was told that down in South Carolina, people still have the Confederate flag raised up even though They've been, I think a bill is something passed to have it taken down, but it's still up for some reason. Look, if we're going to start talking South Carolina and North Carolina, <laughs> holy shit, like this show's going yeah. in a completely different direction. But here's, yeah. here's my thing. First of all, look, they could have completely meant something. I am not going to say that Phil is not a very ignorant person because I'm pretty sure he is. So you can take all the past things and say they could have easily been using that symbol of hate for that exact thing, a symbol of hate. They could have also been using it as a symbol for the South, but we'll never know what their mindset actually was back then. Now they can easily flip-flop and say, oh no, we were the most innocent people. That's fine. That's what they can do now. That's the power of the past. And it's the same as the flag being a symbol for hatred or the flag being a symbol for racism and slavery and everything like that. I personally... I am a big freedom of speech, freedom of everything person, but I have also never owned anything with that flag on it because I think it's shit. That's my own opinion because I don't personally like it. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to shit on anyone who also has it unless they're using it specifically for hate. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I mean, like when we watched WWE back in 2000, Bubba Ray Dudley used to wear the Confederate flag um, bandana on his head right. for whatever reason. And we still liked it. Lots of lots of people did. I mean, Leonard Skinner is brought up in the article as well. There are plenty of bands mm-hmm. that used or actually probably some that still do. I try to look past that stuff unless they're specifically using it for that desired hatred. And that's yeah. where... I draw the line on it. But it's the same thing as saying, like, that's why this kind of debate is so large and expansive, is that you can also say the Nazi symbol used to be a symbol of peace before it was used by the Nazis. And there is something to say that maybe it'd be great if we could retake back symbols. It's the same as being able to retake back words. You know what I mean? If you were able to take the power away from certain words, take the power away from certain symbols, our society might be better. Yeah, but I agree. there's going to be a, a lot point. of times. Yeah, but there's going to be a lot of times, too, where some people are going to be extremely hurt no matter what by certain words and by certain symbols. And there is no way to heal that pain. And yeah, that's a some people, yeah, some people are still, hurt, still hurting to this day, like the Muslim woman who got burned in the street in Manhattan, I think, a day or so ago. I heard about that. Yeah. 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 It's just this whole fucking world is insane. <laughs> like that's, I'm telling you, man. And we're talking about it on the music show because it even seeps into music. And it it's does. so unfortunate. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's really no place to run anymore 
it just it kind of consumes everything. And, you know, this whole Pantera story is kind of a fluff piece. Like, I don't even know why it's being brought up by Rolling Stone and by them. Like, we certainly wouldn't be talking about Pantera on this show. There's really no reason to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But when something yeah. like this comes up, we're three intelligent people from three different cultures. So we can have an intelligent discussion on this and hopefully yeah. make it interesting to everyone who's listening. Yeah. As soon, like, as soon as we try to get away from the bullshit, it just catches up with us. Thank you, Rolling Stone. Yeah. <laughs> well, One thing I will say, though, is music itself is kind of, to me, where all that shit and negativity and hate goes away. So when you see a band bring a symbol or anything like that and, like, you know, uh, just puts it back in our heads, I think, you know, it's just it's not innocent. It really isn't. I don't think it's in good taste. Music, if you go to any show, any festival, you see so many different races, different languages. Music, to me, of course, it is called the universal language. You No, go to come on, Jackson. That's called math. <laughs> math is a universal <laughs> language, all right? <laughs> Whatever, Ian. Ian hates math. Anyway. <laughs> but music is supposed to bring us all together. But the things that are going on now, it is seeping into the music. And you hate to see that. You really do. With the whole Eagles of Death Metal shooting, which started. I mean, it's just there's so much stuff that goes into this that is so much bigger than the music that it's hard not to talk about it, even on a show like this where we just talk about music. Yeah. No, very true, and I, I like the way you said that. Yeah, it's for the name of the show. The name of the show is Ian Hates Music, and it's Ian Hates Movies, and Ian Hates Love. It's the brand, but it's the opposite of that, and I like the idea of taking that word back. You know what I mean? Like, I like the idea of hate not being such a strong word anymore. Right. I don't know. That's just my own personal thing, and that's one of the reasons why this show is named that. So I hope people get that. I hope they understand and they'll get hopefully a little <laughs> bit of the jokes later on too when things start coming up. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. hopefully, yeah, exactly. All right, well, I think, does anyone have anything else they want to say on that topic? No, I'm ready to move on. Okay. All right, we have the frontman of Atreyu saying that new metalcore vocalists are, sound, are starting to sound a lot more whinier than they used to be or as if they never even were whiny and they suddenly are now which he's putting it in a negative way. So yes, it, let's go for this because this is big. <laughs> it is a very yeah. negative way, yeah. He's saying it's whiny, and not only whiny, he's saying that he's annoyed by it and it's a shitty direction for Metalcore to go in. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, kept, I kept saying that it's debatable and disputable in an issue uh, in a way because as there's so many new Metalcore bands that are out now, like, uh, of course, Forevermore and Silent Planet and those bands that don't really have those whiny vocals because I could understand back in like 2006, 2007 when these bands came out with these albums, Blessed of All His Last Walk, Sky to the Drive, We Watch You Watch the Sky. I could understand his uh, on his um, thing where, where he's coming from because the whiny vocals started to take off when you have bands like Kill Switch Engage. We got Trivia. Uh. <laughs> those albums and those bands didn't have those whiny clean vocals at all. So you could under, you could kind of understand where he's going with it, but you kind of have to disagree with him in a way. Well, I disagree with him completely, but it's also, look, we have a show where we're all basing our stuff on opinions and he's just giving yes. his opinion. So I'm not going to lash out at him for that. You know what I mean? That's his own choice. That's what he likes. That's fine. It just seems weird to attack 
your fellow bands. Like, it just seems weird to attack our scene when everyone should really be mostly together. You know, unless a band completely steps out of line on something crazy. But first of all, why does high voice mean whiny? True. Well, maybe I think it's because like when you hear like the bands that he may be talking about talking interviews, you kind of like hear the voices and like, oh, this voice, this dude has a like a really kind of like high voice. Maybe he actually sings like that for real. And you can hear people like Vic Fuentes from Pierceville who has a, like a deep voice, but he still sounds like he's forcing uh, the whiny stuff in a way just to get a more younger demographic. Because I keep saying like. Do you know where uh, T-Pain has, like, the the microphone that I do has not. the auto-tune to turn on? <laughs> so you can auto-tune his vocals. And then you can have, like, the guys like Icy Stars and Pierce the Veil and Sleeping with Sirens that has the helium control yeah. in the microphones. So when they start to sing, they could turn on the helium. <laughs> well, now, we have talked about Kellen Quinn and Sleeping with Sirens live and, and what they're like. But I wouldn't consider them metalcore. But then... Yeah, I wouldn't either. But then... Are you not going to consider Alisana metalcore and Famous Last Words and all those bands that Ice have guys? Ice Nine Kills. You're going to tell me that Ice Nine Kills is whiny vocals? Like, it's just, I don't see it. And it's just like, he must be calling every band fronted by a woman whiny then, too. Well, I haven't heard any metalcore bands that have a front woman except for, like, in this moment when they first, first started out. Bad Seed Rising. So Bad Seed Rising, Conquer Divide, oh, yeah, I Set to true. Kill, I Could Continue On. But that, I'm just saying, in general. And Ty, if you're going to hold up the stuff, you can say it. Yeah. <laughs> He's um, holding up yeah. albums. All, all the Remains, Bleeding Through, This Is Love, This Is Murder, is Norma Jean, Bless the Martyr, Kiss the Child. The, you're saying that those are metalcore bands that aren't whiny. Yeah, they aren't whiny. Because he can go back and listen to those albums because he's close friends with Avenged Sevenfold and the and bleeding through because they're and throwdown because they all come from the same location, Orange County, California. And he can go back to that and like, um, well, I'm pretty sure they tell them they talk to each other and like, oh, we didn't sound as whiny as uh, these bands nowadays. Bands like Velmaya, After the Burial, Gideon, and Motionless, even they're not necessarily whiny at all. Even Era, for example, when Motionless and White started, their vocals were a lot different. Same with Memphis yeah. Mayfire, a bunch of places. But I guess I, I think we're skewing a little bit. Like we could continue to name bands that he's probably not talking about. But like I guess the, the thing ahead. is with Maddie Mullins, he has a really high speaking voice, so you could under, you could see why he would sound like that. No, no, no. Or but like, hold on, hold on. He is not saying the lead singer of Atreyu is not saying that people who have to sing high are about. He's saying anyone who sings like that, that it is taking metalcore in a shitty direction. So he yeah. is not saying, hey, if you happen to have a high voice and you sing high as well, then you're okay. He's saying anyone, no matter what, who has that type of voice is leading metalcore in a shitty direction. That's what we have to focus on. And I think that's a shitty thing to say. Yeah. I don't agree because- with it at all. I don't see it taking metalcore in a bad direction anyways. Because first of all, I don't really see the whole whiny concept. Second of all, the way music is now, there are absolutely no to li- very little bands that all sound the same. Like yeah. I like if you imagine whiny, you think of Bless the Fall, Icy Star, Sleeping with Sirens. There are no new bands coming up that even sound close to those bands. If you ask me, everybody's taking their own direction. 
and are not exactly taking the whiny quote unquote directions. I, I really just don't see what the issue is. I wonder how the conversation even came up when he said that, to be honest. Like if they were referring to like a certain band or Yeah, I think it was interviewed being interviewed by somebody and the the topic of discussion came up and he decided to voice his opinion on it. But hey, anybody who's fan of While She Sleeps, Finning House and the Plotting You, if you see Alex in the street and you and you ask him if he doesn't want to hear whiny vocals, recommend him those bands um, and those albums. Please. I I would almost guarantee you he doesn't like plotting you. Yeah, the plot and you are very, man, very. You never know. I'm just saying, very unique vocals that I would not consider what he's talking about as those type of vocals. I think he would not like plot and you. Well, I'm pretty sure he would like that his old friends and still remains and Banna and Brandon Chapetti from <laughs> Bleeding Through and the Iron Sun. Every time I die. <laughs> Darkest Hour, and I Kill the Prom Queen. I, I think he would probably be fine with that. I bet you he is completely fine with his clean vocalist in Atreyu as well. Brendan Solid. Yeah. Drummer. I would imagine he's fine with his vocals. Funny story. I have a history of Atreyu and myself listening to that. I got into them when I saw Lip Gloss and Black on Headbangers Ball. Then after the Cares came out, I stopped listening to Atreyu after a while because everybody who I went to school with hated them. But now going back and listening to Atreyu one day... I was like, oh, I kind of uh, uh, enjoy that now because there's so many bands that sound exactly the same and you want to go back to the times when music was actually good and when Victory Records was Ouch. such a shitty label. Shots oh, fired. Oh, shots Major fired. shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to sneak that one in. I, I know he did. One. Come on, Ty. You got to be right? the bigger man. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just being a bigger man by just stating the honest fact. That is true. Look, I bet you Atreyu gets enough shit for wearing so much makeup in the past. Notice how he's not saying that about himself either. I remember when I jumped on the trend of putting makeup on and tried the whole vampire goth Same thing. Here. Yeah. Until we found out that that trend wasn't working anymore and then we jumped right off that one. So. Yeah, cuz that wasn't annoying at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> and ex- and believe yeah. it or not, I mean, I love that album and I'm not even making fun of him for that, but I know he hates it. And it's that's what I would love to tell him. Uh which album was that? Crimson? Oh, um, the curse. You the mean. curse. Sorry, yeah, the curse. Yeah, yeah. That that album's actually a classic album, along with uh, Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses. Yeah, I love it. I'm just saying, I know he would get pissed off right now if you were like, "Hey, remember when you used to wear makeup and you jumped on that whole trend, and now you're getting I'm, mad at other people for jumping on trends?" I'm pretty sure all those bands from Orange County owned up to their makeup and painting nails black and wearing all black wearing days because I he think doesn't. they were all influenced by like Misfits and I think AFI, for example. That's where that interviewer dropped the ball. Is that's where he should have gone with that conversation right after he said that stuff. He should have asked yeah. him what bands he was talking about, and then he should have gone into, hey, so remember when you used to do these trends, what do you think about that now? That's what he should have done. He could have trolled him so easily. Absolutely. Pretty much. <laughs> or, or tried to get an actual honest answer out of him, too. All right, well, look, I do appreciate his honesty, though. I'm going to state yes. that for a fact because we all like to be honest. We don't lie around here. So I do appreciate him coming out and saying stuff like that. That's how he truly feels. I just wish he'd be a little more open-minded. Yeah, Agreed. if I ever see um, Alex uh, from Atreyu in real life and, and I get a chance to sit down and have a conversation, <laughs> then hopefully we get to talk about that. Yeah, give him my number. I'll have him on the show. It was I, so right. climactic. I won't if say, I ever yeah, see him I ever and see I come up to him, I'm going to talk to him. I will <laughs> shake his hand and I will tell him how much I like his music. And then we will sit down and have an honest conversation about things. <laughs> if only if only Don LaFontaine was still alive to narrate this. Mm. Oh, there you go. <laughs> 
Okay, so we got Fallout Boy announcing a DVD, live DVD, something of Zummer, and that is, I'm not saying it incorrectly, it is Zummer <laughs> with a Z. I'm assuming Summer, but no, they're saying Zummer, just 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 clarifying so no one thinks I'm reading it wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah, supposedly it's a career-spanning live DVD from where they started it up until their pop music days. Yeah, they had, I mean, when I saw the track listing, it seemed like there was some pretty good stuff on there. But I don't know if I really, I've seen them live enough. I don't think I need to see them do a live DVD now. Well, I think I used to watch the live DVD when they were playing in Phoenix or something like that. And this one part I remember that um, Andy Hurley was doing the drum solo with the double bass, but you never really hear a lot of the double bass in any Fall Out Boy songs ever. And yeah, that's all I remember. Only in the past when they were live. I don't even know if they do that now. I'm pretty sure they do because I'm pretty sure they still want to do the whole double bass thing. But, of course, they're on a major label. They don't allow double bass because that's why you hear They don't allow it? Sus. Yeah, they won't <laughs> allow it because uh, major labels don't allow double bass because that's what? why they, that's why Sayo Singh got off that label they were on. And they started playing, like, uh, double bass in, like, songs with Cove Reaper on it. Like, on the, the Come Close DVD, you hear double bass during the, the opening of Voices where you don't hear it on the CD. I just didn't I want to know your sources. Yeah, I just one. didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just mean label-wise. I just want to know <laughs> that's uh, a rule on major labors. Okay. Yeah, Capital Version Records. Yeah. Interesting. I might that have to look more into that. Yeah. Yeah, that's something we might have to talk about later on. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I'll be super pissed if Revival stops Famous Last Words from using double bass drums. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to check with them. Cut that shit yeah. out. No double bass. Restart the whole album. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's Alessandra's in charge of the whole thing, so I'm I'm sure they're not going to limit anybody using double bass. That's not true. even bands on their label. Damn straight. All right. Alessandra's too damn good. Too damn good. Same with Famous Last Words, too, by the way. Yeah. So stoked yes. for that album. Oh, it's going to be so good. All right. Side notes. Side notes. All right. Uh, next story is a little bit different here. So UK pop punk band WSTR. Are we, you supposed to say Worcester? I think I it's say Worcester. Worcester when I see it. That's interesting because there's a Worcester here in Mass that everyone makes fun of. <laughs> That's where the Palladium is, where the best shows are. Uh, but it's just kind of funny. I've never seen anyone do the WSTR, but they're from the UK. And they announced their brand new album, actually their first album, Red, Green, or In Between. All right, they have one brand new track out right now called Lonely Smiles. And it's going to be on No Sleep Records. And I thought the track was good. It's, it's pop punk, you know, but it's fun. Yeah. It's it's fun stuff, so I'll give this album a listen for sure when it comes out. But yeah, same here. Yeah. Did you get an abandoned by bears vibe at the beginning? A little bit, yeah. But yeah, I, it not as heavy like though. Easy core. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It sounded like easy core, but with no screaming, but still like a harder pop punk. It was weird. Like when I first heard it, I said, "Oh, they're gonna start screaming soon." I wonder why they're called pop punk, but it was not like that. It it was interesting though. Yeah, they switched it around. I'd like to I like to hear more for sure. But that new album, I mean, they announced it and they they put out the track, but it's not coming out till the end of January. Yeah. But the you the heard track's it here, good. Folks. Yeah, you heard it here. You heard it here <laughs> and on whatever website that I saw it. Yeah, probably it's all. It's funny because the website says one of the UK's best pop punk bands have announced their debut album, and I was like, I've never even heard of these people. How are they one of the best? <laughs> They're very the nice. Yeah, they're very nice. I think that's Rock Sound. I think Rock Sound, because I've been paying attention to Rock Sound because I'm supposed to get that album, the Black Parade tribute album. 
So they uh, do. Yeah, a, it is rock sound. Yeah, they do a lot of UK news and everything. So yeah, I think that's why it's from. But hey, they weren't bad. I'm looking forward to seeing what they come out with. Same. All right, now let's switch it all the way back now to another crazy topic that I never thought we'd be talking about on Ian Hates Music. Yeah. But now ignorance is real in 2016. Guys. Seriously, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So oh boy, here we go. Yeah, the lead singer of Cute Is What We Aim For. Now, if you haven't heard that name for a long time, it's actually a little surprising. So this story came out about a week ago, like after our show, I think. That's why we didn't get to talk about it last week. But also, Cute Is What We Aim For is on their 10th anniversary of that one album that was popular with Curse of Curves on it. Mm. They're on that right now, and I was asked to go to the show. The show was actually last night, a block and a half away from my apartment, and I still said no. <laughs> not only <laughs> not only because of this, but then also I'm like, they're not going to play Curse of Curves three times in a row probably. So, you know what? I don't need to I don't need to see it. <laughs> I yeah. tried. I tried listening to their stuff again. I was like, "Nah, this isn't really for it's me not anymore." The same. Yeah. Yeah, I never really listened to Cute is What We Aim For to be honest. Right. I mean, Curse of Curves is a fun song. And the lyrics are pretty cutting, but it's not, you know, my style anymore. It's not anything that I would really listen to on a regular basis. But I had a buddy that went to the show and I asked him today, I was like, so how was it? And he was like, oh, yeah, you didn't really miss much. And he told me that. So that album is around 30 minutes long or so. They played for an hour and like 40 minutes where all that time it was at 36 minutes for the for the album plus three tracks that they came out to do an encore for from their other one other album that they have and the rest of it was just him talking and then forgetting oh yeah forgetting Boring. lyrics yeah forgetting lyrics to the songs and all that kind of stuff too so now look I wasn't there this is a little bit hearsay maybe but that's my friend's honest opinion of what happened last night so yeah that's not really a show for me where he just spends most of the set time talking no no not at all anyway so <laughs> here's also so here is one of the reasons why i didn't go to the show i don't know how you say it. is it shant s-h-a-a-n-t shant or shant 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 so shant shit it should shit. be shit honestly shit <laughs> shit timothy <laughs> The lead Shit singer, the lead singer of "Cute Is What We Aim For." So he posted this, I think, on Facebook. So this is when the yeah. whole Brock Turner shit was happening, and he oh, said, and this is a quote: "Rape culture isn't a thing, for real. Playing the victim seems to fit the narrative." In my 29 years, and now I'm I'm going to butt in here. 29 years, wow. He's been on this earth for a long time. He certainly learned a lot. So good for oh, him. Yeah. In my 29 years, I've yet to encounter a human who is looking to rape someone. Everyone loves sex, but I have never met a dude who is going out into the world to commit rape. There may be horrible humans out there who are predators, but to say there is a culture of rape is short-sighted and aggressive. Look into the actual statistics and get back to me. Yeah, I guess you can see why I'm never really listened to Cute As We Aim For and never was a fan. Well, I'm not going to blame the rest of the band for this. I'm not going to blame the rest of the band for him. Yeah, but the front man always is the voice for the rest of the band. So if he speaks, then everybody's going to want to blame the rest of the band too. All as right. well. But hold on, though. Let's at least not blame the rest of the band and Lost Profits for what that lead singer did. And as oh. I lay dying and stuff. Yeah, like and that. all. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. there, you know. But now, I will just before we rip into this a little bit. 
He did obviously delete that because, of course, that happens. It's, it's tweet and delete or Facebook because and delete. Because people got back at him Ex- like he requested. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then <laughs> this is his apology. He said, I'm sorry I was wrong. I regret my words. I am steadfast in my appreciation to have so many people who know more than I do on this topic to take the yeah, time right? to take the time to educate me and broaden my perspective. Truly sorry and truly thankful. What that means is he got a whole bunch of fucking messages saying you're a fucking piece of shit and Obviously. my my blank my fam my mom my girlfriend was raped and you're a ter- you know all that shit he got and that's why he had to do this. I really hope he has learned something and that maybe he has looked up the stats himself probably, even though I'm sure he got sent some as well. But holy shit, man. Like, you can't be that fucking stupid. Because everybody, you don't even know if somebody's going to rape somebody. It just happens. Yeah, like no one, first of all, I will also say I have never known anyone that I can tell that wanted to go out and rape someone. No one has ever come up to me and said, hey, man, like you're a cool dude, but I want to go rape someone right now. No one's ever fucking Who done says that. that? Exactly. Yeah, surprisingly, no one has admitted to it yet. That's the shocker. Yeah, it's Super not like surprised. you put it in your fuck in your fucking daily planner for the day. Oh, um, eat breakfast, go to Starbucks, go rape somebody. Who does that? Fucking sick people for one, but then also I don't. Jesus Christ! I mean, going to Starbucks is just sick. Just go hey, to Starbucks. Hey, 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 hey! Just hey, go to hey, Starbucks, hey. get my breakfast, then go rape somebody. I oh, hope God, no one takes that. this conversation out of context. But, yeah, man. It's, no, it's, it's fuck. It's it's, too- it's it's so fucking stupid. And I just and I wanted to also mention this too because some people have been talking about, and I think this is what he was one of his points he was trying to make is that he was seeing everyone say the name Brock Turner, and I'm believe me, I'm super surprised that we're even bringing this up on any show that I have here. But one thing I will say that's different from something I'll bring up in a second with rapist. I think it's great for people to spread their name around. That's not the type of fame that people want. That ruins someone's life, not even close to the way that they ruined whoever they molested and whoever they raped. It's nowhere close to how much they ruined their life. So that's fine. Saying that name all the time and calling that person a straight-up rapist is the right thing to do. That's at least my feelings on that. So I'll never say to someone, don't say that name. Yeah, because Brock Turner is still a free man up to this day, and his name still gets brought up, and he's saying that he should be still in jail because the judge who got him off knew his family personally. Dude, it's absolutely – there's no way – and unfortunately, there are many, many other people who have been in similar situations to Brock Turner and gotten off as well, which is insane. It's absolutely crazy, and that's where – this guy just knows nothing about what he's talking about, and that's why he had to tweet and delete and stuff like that. But what I wanted to mention, the difference that I see in constantly bringing up a rapist name and making them know that they are a rapist, it's different than when a magazine like Rolling Stone or when all the media puts out the name of mass murderers and terrorists and people that go into churches and shoot them up or go into school. You're glorifying their name when you say their name and talk to people. When people are like, why would blank and blank do this? Like they were such a good person. Like how could this happen? They are glorifying when they want to know what the motive is behind that. Because there's no reason to ask the motive for rape because you know what the motive for rape is. Right. But 
That's yeah. why saying those names and labeling someone a rapist is a lot different than what Rolling Stone does when they glorify terrorists and mass murderers. Yes, yeah, I do want to add it's this. Stupid on their part. It's people like shit Timothy that makes little girls or women or any gender who is a victim of rape scared to come out and say I'm a victim because you know there are so many people that are a victim and will not admit it because they don't want to be as embarrassed or they're scared that maybe the person who raped them being a loved one, they don't want them in trouble. There's so many different factors. And then you got people who have somewhat of a platform like shit Timothy here who go around saying that, you know, 99% of the time people who say they've been raped is a lie or it's for fair, you know, it's just bullshit. And that really sucks. And, you know, if we do have any listeners who are a victim of any sort of that nature, Please tell someone. Do not listen to ignorant people like this. It really sucks to know that we're so far into, you know, we're in 2016 now and that there's still idiocracy. Yeah, I just made that word up like this. Like the movie, Idiocracy. It really is disgusting. It's fucked up. And, you know, that really sucks. And it's just not the way to go about it. And it sucks that people, there are people who still look up to someone like shit Timothy. And, of course, we don't want to blame the whole band. We have no idea what the other bandmates yeah. have to do with this. They could have literally gone up to him after they saw his post and slapped him in the face. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Obviously, like, the only reason why he apologized, I will guarantee you, is because he realized, holy shit, how many fans are we going to lose because of that dumbass thing I just posted on Facebook? Absolutely. And here's my, here's my serious much. moment. Yeah. Here's my serious moment for the show is unfortunately in my life, I have met dated had serious relationships with women that in the past have had terrible things like rape and molestation happen to them it's so incredibly frequent that it's insane and it's sickening and i can at least say that i'm lucky enough to know women who are so extremely strong to have been able to deal with that and move past it and still go on with their life and that's amazing so that's going to be my one serious thing that i say for this for this show but it's just yeah before Holy shit, man. Yeah, before, yeah, before we continue, anybody who who has been a victim of those things, please speak up because it'll definitely make you a lot more stronger in the end and it helps people become more aware because you never know when it might happen to you. It weakens the person who did it to you. It yeah, really like does. When it to go down. They yeah, really do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And that's, I guess, we'll make it our public service announcement for now, is never be in abusive relationships, never... And I know sometimes it's hard to get out of those, so I'm not saying it's easy, but the hope is that you do get out of it, that no one takes advantage of you, none of these terrible things happen to you. That's the hope, is that this doesn't happen, and that somehow you find a way to get away from it, and that somehow there's some justice brought to the person that did it to you, so... Does that sum it up enough? I mean, this yep. guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, I don't care. Yeah. I hope he learns something. I really do. But it's hard to look at him the same way because I just don't know how you can be 29 years old and be that fucking stupid. Piece of shit Timothy for you. Yeah. And like I said, freedom of speech. Say whatever the fuck you want. Just know we have, there are consequences. And we have the right to, yeah. and we have the right to um, get at you for it. Yeah, this is our rebuttal. <laughs> this is our rebuttal. <laughs> You're a dumb piece of shit. Exactly. Ooh, all right, maybe we should have saved those for the end of the show. <laughs> I was thinking about that, but I was like, you know what? Get them on the minds are fresh. 
No, that's true. I wanted to have a good conversation about it. And I know that we could handle a conversation about that. So hopefully people didn't, they're not like, oh, you're being too preachy. Look, that's the show. We say what we want and we talk about serious things sometimes. We talk about whatever comes up and that's just the way it is. So now we're going to get way more into the music right now. But these were musicians who said these things. So it does affect our scene and it affects what we deal with on a regular basis. Agreed. So I will now completely switch gears. Nope, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. What are you talking about? That was perfect. You think so? Yeah. Play that funky music, white boy. No, it's not. <laughs> 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 All right, how about this? And his name is John C. There you That's go. That's my favorite one of all time. There you go. That, that brings us out of our funk. Okay, here we go. Everyone learns something. You know, the star went across the screen, the more you know. So we're all, we're all good now. So I'm going to completely switch gears. So I don't know if you guys have noticed the trend or not, but it seems like every band and every label recently has been stealing the Stranger Things logo oh, for all yes. their band merch. <laughs> I, would just... I posted on my uh, personal Instagram about uh, bands using uh, Pokemon to make their merch with. Well, they're a little bit late. I would say, because I don't hear yeah, much about Pokemon late. Go anymore. But then also the Stranger Things, like it's a great show and everything. But I when love the, that show. Yeah. When that, first, <laughs> when that first band put out the merch, that was probably enough. So it's just, a, you know, hey, if you, can, if you can sell it, that's great. If it gets the merch to go, I'm just a little surprised that everyone's still continuing with it. It's like we talked about last time, the jumping on the train. Yes, it does seem like that's the issue here for sure. So that's why public service announcement again is that maybe you move away from that. Find Time a out. different. Time out. I oh, like boy. that shit. <laughs> 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 I love the uh, <laughs> I don't care what band comes out with it. Let's say let's say a Sleeping with Sirens was the band that started doing the Stranger Things shirt, and I hate Sleeping with Sirens, so I'm obviously not going to buy the Stranger Things. Oh, how how dare shirt. you? I'm censoring let's you. <laughs> what band do you hate? <laughs> Sleeping with Sirens. <laughs> um, but like, let's say Sleeping with Sirens comes out with that shirt, and I don't like them, so I'm not going to buy that Stranger Things shirt. But let's say Amity Affliction comes out with a Stranger Things shirt. Yeah, yeah okay, they might have copied them, but I'm going to buy the Amity Affliction one and rock the shit out of it. All right, so everyone I'm take... Waiting, I'm just waiting for bands to come up with uh, American Horror Story t-shirts. Then oh, I'll be happy. Oh, yes. That'd be kind of cool. Especially, didn't the new season start or it's about to start? Uh, it's about to start, I think, in the next week or so. I'm two seasons behind. That's bad. Yuck. Come on, man. Get, get, with, the, get with the program, I man. stopped with the carnival one. Do you know how long these fucking shows take? <laughs> hey, the, wait. You finished uh, Freak Show? No, I didn't finish Freak Show. Oh, well, you're not too far behind. Well, I didn't do that one. I didn't do the hotel one. Oh, you can skip the hotel oh. one. Oh, uh, well, that's what people saw, said about I saw the hotel one. Well, people said that one about the witch one, and I ended up liking the witch one. Skip the witch one too. I didn't like the witch one. Either. Oh, you didn't? That's I liked it. Oh, I liked it. Coven. Yeah, my favorite is season two, of the asylum. Oh yeah. Well, there's no doubt about that one. That one's badass. Yeah, that one's sick. I agree. Everyone. Yeah, now we're just talking about horror story. I want to buy the. You influenced me more to buy the whole. Uh, DVD box set of all the seasons now. Oh shit! Oh we got shit! A the only thing I would say is, Ty, I don't know why you would buy DVDs or Blu-rays anymore. I actually did that for one. <laughs> They're show. almost gone. Another. Game of Thrones. I own every box set Game of Thrones season. Just throwing that out there. Those are super expensive yeah. doorstops you have. <laughs> <laughs>
whatever supports the show, I guess. Hey, but to get your American Horror Story band merch a little fix, there's this band, this local band called Bloodline. Really hardcore, super heavy band that I guarantee you'll like. Everyone check them out. Dallas, Texas. They're called Bloodline. And they have a American Horror Story merch shirt with the white nun from Asylum with the bleeding eyes. Right. It's that one. And then it says Bloodline in their lettering, and it's so sick. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. But other than that, check them out. Really good music, though, just to you know, bring the music up to it. All right. I think we're good with that, right? So let's go into new songs now, right? <laughs> I love that segment. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. That's that a good, we might use that button for a lot more, <laughs> I think. Yes. Yeah. First things first, 100th came out with a two-song EP, Dead Weight and Victim are the names. So what do you guys think of it first off? I loved it. Me loved too. It. Yeah, I was, I'm a fan. I don't even know how to describe yeah. it because would you say it sounds, is it a little bit softer than their old stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clean vocals does not it. make a band soft, though. But that's what a lot of people do. That's, I mean, that's a normal thing to say for it. That's why I was asking. Yeah, clean vocals don't make a band soft. It makes you more, it's branch, it makes you branch out a little bit more because there were a melodic hardcore band for a long time. And a lot of melodic hardcore bands who started off screaming mainly. It started to incorporate clean vocals in their style a further a couple of albums in. So this one is definitely it's a new it's a new thing for them incorporating clean vocals because you could kind of hear that in the free album which I have right here. And it's them expanding on the little bit of like the scream singy kind of thing. I don't know what they call it these days. They're expanding on that a lot more and it's definitely a, def- a new direction for Hundred to go in. And I'm looking forward to whatever they do for the full length that's coming out. Well, it seems like a trend for sure, because wouldn't you also say the same thing for a band like Capsize, right? Yes. It's a wild trend, if you go by what a Trey you front man says. Oh, yeah, it's a shitty trend. <laughs> and, oh, but he was talking about metalcore. He wasn't talking about melodic hardcore, so okay, oh, it's yeah. fine. Ho- horrible it's direction. Fine. Come on now. It's fine. <laughs> Shame on those bands. No, but the 100th, see, I don't think, I don't say they're softer because of the clean vocals. I just think, you know, their sound is just a little softer, but to be honest i think they're a lot better i loved their latest album free yeah i don't want to say it was better than their previous album i don't remember the name of it ty i bet you know it. is it let it go no the one no, before no. free ty just... oh, was it uh resist revolt resist no it's not that one that was the ep oh that's i can't a, remember let... right now it's the one with weathered town and, and oh, all weathered, really let yeah go. was it let go? Yeah, let it's go. a great song yeah that album is really really good along with free but yeah, they added clean vocals and free and their dead weight new EP. I don't think they're softer necessarily in like voice wise, but just their sound in general. But I think it's so much better. And this new song, Dead Weight, to me is perfect. It might be one of their best singles. I don't want to say it is, but it's definitely top five, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I say the same here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to even more stuff. I think this is great. I think people should definitely give it a listen, especially if you haven't heard Hundredth already. They're just getting yes. better and better. That's the thing with them. This is not a band that sounds the same every album. They're literally exactly. consistent. And people sleep on them. You never really hear about 100th yeah, anymore. True. But they continuously get better and better every album. And I'll be, I'll be honest, I'm one of those guys who completely wrote them off, too. I haven't been listening to them. How but dare you? But it's things you? like this. Yeah, I know, right? Shit on me. <laughs> I've been too much busy with Coldplay and stuff, man. What do you expect? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, man. 
no, actually, to be honest, the thing I've been listening to a lot lately, dude, that on my Jean album, man. Shit. Oh, well, hey, calm down. We're getting to it. <laughs> I think Ty's new gimmick is he's just holding up albums. I'm pulling out the artillery today. Jackson, where you at? Because it makes so much noise when I grab mine. No, it is I true. Need to have and by the way, I can hear it when Ty does it too, so. Oh. Uh, the only one I got yeah. by me is Bad Vibrations, A Day to Remember. And I did that as quietly as I could. Yeah. But yeah, that's the gimmick, by the way, people. That's why we have to have video soon, is because that's yes. just our new thing, is to be using props, apparently. We're upgrading. Always yeah. and forever. So definitely uh, definitely pick up, uh, listen to 100's new slash EP, whatever you want to call it, because it's two songs on it. So yeah, yeah definitely yeah. check that out. Absolutely. And then next... Highly recommend it. Yeah, me too. Yes. Next on the list, another band that's using a little bit more of the clean vocals, at least in their next two singles that they have, that's Fit for a King. They release Shadows and Echoes and Cold Room. So these two... <laughs> he's holding up again. They have definitely added a lot more cleans to this for sure. I'm a fan of both of these. Yeah, I was listening to them one time. I was listening to one night on the way to work, and it feels like the bassist slash clean vocalist is not really using his range, because which I know he's good for, because he showcases a lot of his range, what he's capable of on Slate to Nothing. Yes, but I feel like, he, yeah, because I'm not hearing a lot of like the effort and the range that he has. I'm like, I, I like the songs, but I'm kind of like, like not like really completely happy with the the vocal styles that he's doing because he's trying to sound like how the former bassist clean vocalist used to demonstrate on the prior releases before he came into the band, and he's trying to sound like him because everybody wanted to hear a lot more like the older stuff instead of them progressing musically. Wait, is you Kirby... might be getting it mixed up because yeah. now Ryan Kirby is singing, yeah. so maybe that's why it Kirby's doing both they... now, right? He's doing yeah, cleans both... and yeah. Yeah, just like Ian said, they're now Ryan Kirby is doing screaming and the very clean, while the bassist is doing like the clean that you would hear in Slave to Nothing. Or it's like a more mature clean vocal. The former bassist slash clean vocals before Ryan Kirby never really had a range like how Ryan Kirby does now since Slave to Nothing. So look, look, we've heard three tracks. One of them has no cleans whatsoever, and that's pissed off. And the other yes. two tracks do have clean vocals. We don't really know the direction that this album is going to take. I'd be very surprised if Pissed Off is the only one that has uncleans throughout. I bet it's their heaviest. That's probably true. I mean, that's one of the heaviest songs I've heard in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised. Eat that, Atreyu. Yeah. Lead sales what? Low shots. Fired. Lead sales paper. <laughs> <laughs> That was a low-key shots fired. Which oh, one was man. your favorite out of those two, Shadows and Echoes and Cold Room? I think Shadows and Echoes. I think Cold Room. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sticking with Pissed Off. I'm glad people just enjoy it, that's all. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're all good. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, you could tell this is going to be a really good album just by those three singles. Yep. They're not slowing down. Yeah. They're doing really good. Got it pre-ordered. Yeah, it's pretty sure it's going to be a mix of like all like the styles of the three albums before then. I can't remember what the song name is, but there is a song with featuring Jake Lores from August Burns Red, and Ryan Kirby has already tweeted saying that that's going to be everybody's favorite album or favorite track on the album by far. Damn, son. I'm pretty sure they haven't released that one yet. No, they no, haven't. They haven't. He, he was just saying that when that does come out, that's going to be everybody's favorite. It's called Dead Memories, I believe. Oh, okay, Dead Memories. He, he's gonna he's gonna wait drop, the Slipknot song. He's gonna drop it on us like a bomb. He's gonna drop us on it like Slipknot. Yeah. Hey. Well. 
The new album comes out, Death Grip it's called, comes out October 7th. And let's just say it's possible that Ian Hates Music has a surprise coming up. Ooh, what could that be? Cue Cue the suspense music. That's suspenseful. (laughs) Yeah, so stay tuned for possibly some surprises on the way. Next new track, there is New Ghost. Ghost put out a song called Squared Hammer. It was was premiered on Octane on Sirius XM for some reason. I still still don't get it. But uh, it was premiered there and... What I'm so surprised about this band, you really expect a completely different sound to come from them. And it's yeah. so completely different when you listen to them. But I really like this track. I do. I like the track, too. Because when I first got into Ghost, I saw them as like a really like doomy metal kind of band, like uh, typo negative and like more of like a black metal band, if you will. But to hear like the sweet melodic sounds coming from them, you... I think they did that as a marketing ploy. Like, we could dress like this with the nameless ghouls behind me and me dress up like a Catholic priest or something like that and just throw them, like, uh, get them thinking, oh, they probably play, like, black metal and stuff like that. But to hear more melodic stuff, you're like, oh, I guess that's why they have a huge fan base like they do now. Well, it, I mean, they've been doing it for years, too. It's yeah. not even like it's a new gimmick or something. Every right. single yeah. time, it's it's like that. But what? look, am I wrong, though? When I hear their music... I think like a mixture of The Darkness, Black Veil Brides, Avenged Sevenfold, and like something else. Like that's what I hear when I hear their music. Am I wrong about that? I swear to you, I was just about to mention Black Veil Brides yeah. when it got to my side. I don't, but, yeah. but where's the hate? Like there's so much hate for Black Veil Brides, but Ghost gets none of that. I guess Ghost is actually a better band than Black Veil Brides. Well, I'm not <laughs> Not saying they are. Damn. Yeah, Straight saying. up. <laughs> In <Just> the end. <laughs> uh. <laughs> see, because like to me, when the first time you see Ghost, like you see a picture of how ah. they look, and then you hear oh, their... You scared me, Jackson. Ah. You scared me. <laughs> if you see like, like you see them, right, and then you hear the song, and you're like, wait a second, that's not them. Right. To me, that's how it was when I saw Andy Black, and his voice does not match his body or his face at all that is true it's like the same thing with ghosts no i i completely agree when i saw that video for knives and pens i was like yes i was like who did they hire to play that guy who's singing because it is not that person tall (laughs) punk looking kid who knows and he's got the voice of like you know an older man i would say and and it's a good voice too i don't really like black bill brides but i do give respect to andy black i think they're talented all love his uh that one single that Ian Knives can't get out of his head. Knives and pens are in the end. No, I'm talking about the Andy Black album. Oh, that oh. you almost went you to can see dance. himself live. You can dance if pleasure. you want to. You can leave your friends behind. <laughs> we don't have to dance, Ian. Oh. I thought, I thought it was safety dance. My bad. That's Ian's guilty pleasure, everyone. It is true. And, oh, yeah. say, hey, that's not cool, Ian. <laughs> and Homecoming King. I like that song oh, too. Oh shit, he's going. He's still going. I go deep. Oh. <laughs> Go deep with Andy Black's solo album. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't even get through that. I couldn't even get through it. Yeah, pretty much. Nah, he's super talented. That's the thing. You can't take away... You can make fun of them for the makeup. You can make fun of them for basically putting out an 80s hair metal band like album. You can make fun of them for all that, but they are talented. There's, they are. Yeah. 
I don't know about drummer of the year or whatever. Right, award right. They got talented, <laughs> but you know they're 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 good guys. I yeah. mean, really, just the singer, if you ask me. Their guitarists are talented too. They're probably well, they're probably we close. They're close on the level to like Sinister Gates and stuff from uh, Avenged Sevenfold. No, 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 I'm not no, having no, it. No, no, no. You don't think so? I'm not having it. Sinister Gates is better than both those. Well, guys. I'm not Sorry. saying they're not better. I'm just saying they're getting to that level. Like if you listen to their solos and everything, they're not that far off. Yeah, all those guys, Sinister Gates, Blackfield Bars, guitarists, whatever, they would never be Randy Rhodes or Tony Iommi. Oh, well, sorry. calm down, sorry. Ty. Like, where are you sorry. going yeah. with this? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> not, never, never happening. I'm sorry he's not Kirk Hammett, Ty. Yeah, we were well, talking hey. about one <laughs> specific genre, and you just, you went to some of the best of all time, like, of yes. all time ever. Yes, I would love to do that again. Sorry, they don't have Splash on this. No, team. they're not Yang Wei Mao's sorry. Look, Jackson. Don't let everyone know that that Slash isn't real. All right? <laughs> I love that South Park episode. <laughs> Guys, my parents told me when I was eight that Slash wasn't real. All you, all you see is a hat, but not the person. Exactly. But he's always got the guitar. Always got the guitar. Yeah, exactly. All right. Like, imagine they, make, imagine they make a cartoon character of just the hat and shoes and arms but with the guitar in his hand. I think that is a cartoon character somewhere. Yeah, somehow. I, would, I, I really do. So. When you said that, I envisioned... Something in my head that I've seen before. I agree. I'm pretty uh, sure it did it on South Park, I think. Yeah, you do everything on South Park. South Park did what it. What don't you do on South Park? Switching it up again. We're going to our last new song, I believe, which is from Stick to Your Guns. It's the third track. I've liked all three, by the way. This track is called... No Tolerance. Exactly. And their Ooh. new EP, Better Ash Than Dust is coming out on September 23rd on Pure Noise Records. I will be picking that up first. Yeah. It rips, man. They are fucking angry, and it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they're like sick and tired of all the shit they got from last album because everyone says they take a step down and they're too soft. They're like, all right, here we go. And they're just letting everyone have it. Please, yeah. please. Yeah, they're sick, and, they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. I think that's I the way it just goes. About <laughs> <laughs> I loved say? their last album. I liked it too. I look. I will say I like these three tracks probably more, but I oh, wasn't I like I hate this or anything. I just now I'm liking that anger. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure those guys who complain about "Stick to Your Guns" singing too much in their last couple albums are still the ones that listen to Jesse's side project called Trade Wind. That's a possibility. He's got such a good voice. That's such yeah, a does. wasted talent if he didn't sing. Exactly. He's such a talented singer and screamer, but his voice is really good. Like it is yeah. a shame to not use that in the exactly. music. Like why not? I agree. Yeah, like if if the opportunity presents itself, go for it. I could understand if it was forced or it was shit or something, but no, this is good vocals. This is something you don't always hear in our scene. This is like mature exactly. vocals here. This isn't whiny exactly. shit. All right, so Anybody who has been waiting to hear Stick to Your Guns new, uh, more aggressive music instead of the singing, you'll have a chance September 23rd to buy the EP and you'll have your reason to celebrate. Boom. Bam. And they're going on tour with Knock Loose, which is a sick tour that matches their new EP. No, very true. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely hoping to go late. to that. And on that note, let's go into tours. Tours. <laughs> And the reason why it's sad is because I'm not sure I'm going to get to see either of these tours. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, boy. So Ian's gone emo. 
red-handed oh, denial. Oh. I, dude, I've always been emo. Emo for too life. Too much My Chemical Romance. You can never have too much My Chemical Romance. Get my flag and my CD in the mail next weekend. So, uh oh. So, red-handed denial are doing their first U.S. tour. You might have remembered if you heard the conversation I had with Lauren Babick. She announced that a little while ago that that was happening. It is finally time. Unfortunately, when she said that they were coming to Boston, it did not work out. And the closest oh, they're going to be, yep, to me is Rhode Island, I think, or Connecticut. Something Road so trip. I that hurts. Yeah, if my car didn't break down, make that trip. Yeah, if my car didn't break down twice last week, <laughs> then maybe <laughs> that would be great. But yeah, unfortunately, I'm not sure. I'm going to try like hell though. But anyone else who sees their their tour run here, make sure you go see them for sure because they are awesome. Wise words from Ian. Always. I don't uh, know about always. No, I'm just kidding. Ninety nine point eight percent of the time, except for when I'm talking about Twenty One Pilots, right? Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. Ayo. Here we go. Ayo. Okay. Yeah, but he's gonna be talking shit when Cold World comes up. Talking oh, truth. <laughs> truth is all I talk, sir. So the other tour that just got announced was Ghost. We just mentioned their new single. The Pope Star Tour. Yep, Pope Star Tour. Now, once again, they are not coming around here except for this weekend. They're going to be at Revolution Rock Fest in Connecticut at Foxwoods. And it's them, Amity Affliction, of Mice and Men, Chevelle, Avenged Sevenfold, Ghost, and a couple, and like Volbeat. I think I've seen that lineup, yeah. Yeah, that's the same lineup that's coming to Texas Mutiny, Mr. Sir. Oh, is it? Um, Are you going? Yeah, I want to. It's September 24th, and it's a very expensive ticket. Oh, so uh, yeah. See, that's the same with it's me. Like so it's like 150 bucks or something. Yeah, it's a two-hour trip. Save up your money. Two-hour trip to Foxwoods, and then I'd have to stay the night and everything, too. So maybe I could win my money back in the casino. But It's a sick lineup. It's just... Uh, I uh, really want to see Ghost Live. Like, I think seeing yeah. Ghost Live is probably up there with Rammstein. I still haven't well, seen Pierce the Veil and Amity Affliction live, which is the main reason why I want to go. So, Oh, Pierce the Veil is not at Revolution Rock Fest. Otherwise, I would definitely Oh, they're not? That. No. Mm-mm. Oh, they're coming to Mutiny with the Ghost and all them. Oh, you should definitely go. Ah. All right, what ah. was the other tour you had mentioned? Oh, mention yeah, Stick to Your Guns and Knocked Loose. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to go to that because I think Straight, to Your, Straight From The Path is on that tour. Yeah, it, it's, the, it's a universal language tour. Straight From The Path. Knocked loose, and I can't remember the other band, but it's a really heavy tour. Yeah, look that one up. I don't up have then. the picture pulled up, but I do know that those three bands oh, okay. are on the tour coming around. Yeah, now. I I really want to go now. Yeah, me too. Some of those tours, though, remember when we had that announcement of like eight different tours that were happening? Now things are winding down a little bit because <laughs> yeah. everyone's out right now already. So we yeah. don't have as big a tour announcement. So they're just yeah. passing by while I'm at home. Nope, same here. Yeah. Jackson, you don't even get to say anything because I was looking at the list of stuff coming to Dallas. You have amazing shows coming to Damn Dallas right, right now. <laughs> yeah, I know, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, pissed. I'm actually, just a quick little tour update. Let me pull up my little and tour actually, gallery. And actually, Ty, you should fucking be, so this, this show comes out on Thursday. You should be seeing Ghost live in NYC on Friday. Huh. Yeah, but I'm, I think I'm going to another show on Wednesday. I think it's this is tomorrow, right? <laughs> this is coming out on Thursday. Oh uh, yeah, but I'm going to uh, probably see Comeback Kid and um, End Well tomorrow. Well, that's Brooklyn, fun. So that's I'll fun, be, but yeah, that's but that's not Friday. Oh, yeah. that's not Get Friday though. Yeah, I probably be, I'll probably be broke by the time kills. the Ghost Show comes. Oh around. sure, sure, I got gotcha. you. 
I got Ice Nine Kills, Secret, you motherfucker. and Siler. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said. I can't believe Ice Nine easy. Kills is not anywhere near Mass. Yeah, because they know about you, Ian. They know to stay away. They heard you talking about his whiny vocals or some shit. <laughs> Every trick in the book is one of my favorite albums. Same. It needs to be on my vinyl connection collection. I'm not kidding. That's that is a masterpiece. That was top three releases of last year I, by far. I need you to go to their merch table and tell them to answer my emails and come on the show. I shall. Thank you. We're in That's fucking Massachusetts. They should be representing. Yeah. I got I That's met Spencer at Warp Tour. He's he's pretty sweet. Yeah, man. Get him on the That's show. Your mission. And then there's this wildlife also coming to Dallas in the next week that I'm also going to. Uh oh. We're about to talk about with, that, right? With Have Mercy and stuff. That's gonna be good. Nice. Well, on that note, should we go to reviews? That's because we have so many reviews, it's going to be like an orgy. Oh my god, there's so many reviews. So what do we want to start with? Yep. We warned you guys last episode. We really did. Uh, why don't we start with uh, Artifacts Pareo with Passengers. Pareo. Did he say it right, Ian? No, Grammar, it's Artifacts please? Pareo. Bam, motherfuckers. Three years <laughs> it took me. Three fucking years. <laughs> I, got I knew it. that was coming. Artifacts Pareo. Bam, look at that. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Yes, let's start with Passengers. Yeah, uh, for me, when I listened to Passengers, I felt that the band remains a uh, progressive post-hardcore band, but a little bit more evolved. But I definitely got a Dance Gavin Dance vibe from uh, certain songs. And the very interesting moment is when the last song closes <laughs> up with like an ambient passage for the last few moments before the album ends. So. It does. It's like they've yeah. re-entered the atmosphere or something yes. at the end. Very true. And that's my favorite track, by the way. Static Color is my favorite track of the album. Uh, Jackson, what do you think? Oh, dude, sick album. Uh, I've actually never heard of their previous stuff or anything. I actually just started listening to them when Passengers came out because we recently had them on the show. Please, everyone, go check them out and check out that interview. Hashtag shameless plug. Nice. Um, Yeah, but (laughs) Outer Effects Pro, that Passengers album is so good. Everyone really needs to check it out. It's not metalcore or anything like that. You know, it's more of a progressive alternative rock, but it's experimental, really good. And they yeah. even have this one song where they kind of like scream in the background. It's one of yes. the songs towards yes. the end. I can't remember, and it's uh, so surprising and it's so sick. Is it? Was it Paper Ruled Out? Yeah, I, Paper Ruled All is early on though, so no, it's probably not that one. On. This is a song at the end. It's like the last two or three tracks. But anyways, yeah, yeah. just you know, every, check out the whole album, song by song. It, it's oh, all yeah. good. It really is. It's a very yeah. Very layered album. So, by the way, this is on Tooth and Nail. It's a concept album. So, look, if you want to really get into this really, really deep, look up the conversation I had with Lucas from Artifacts Pareo. It's all there. We go into the concept. We go into all that stuff. But basically, track by track, it is a concept album where they're looking from an outside perspective at problems facing the world. So, it's, you know... The media, war, organized religion. There's like a whole bunch of stuff that they look into. I and stick to your guns kind of stuff. Yeah, just done a completely different way. <laughs> yeah, just way, way softer. There's really interesting stuff with the vocals. You know, Lucas had uh, nodes or a nodule. I forget what those are called. Sometimes like in the back of the throat. So sometimes... No- nodules? Nodules, yeah. Sometimes he does the unclean vocals and sometimes he doesn't this is actually a softer once again we say softer there is less unclean vocals in this than there is in time and place so it is a little bit different but this is 
you know, there's like it's post hardcore, experimental, maybe a little bit of math core in it. There, there's a mm-hmm. bunch of different genres, jazz, jazz fusion. There's a ton of different genres in this whole album. I just really, really enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah, I would say if you're looking for what bands they kind of sound like from time to time, I would say Old Hands Like Houses and I the Mighty. It's a very you know on that kind of level. I just say get the album, enjoy the ride, listen to it a few times because it definitely sets an atmosphere and each track tells a story. Definitely worth it. This album should put them on the map. Like you should yeah. forever Agreed. know them and be waiting for their next one to come out. Yeah, speaking of tracks, my favorite tracks include Paper Ruled Out, Age of Loneliness, and Enterprise of Empire. Check it's it out. Paper Ruled All, just so you know. Paper Ruled All, sorry. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Damn it, Ty. <laughs> no, no, you were kidding. It's just, I just wanted to let you, in case they were looking it up or something. All right. Yeah. So, yes, I would say definitely go out and get this album for sure. Passengers by Artifacts Pareo, Tooth and Nail. Norma Jean, Polar Similar. Okay, so Polar Similar. Norma Jean, great album. Uh, I don't know if it's a concept album. Does it anyone is. know if it is? Yep. It is? Okay, yeah, because there's like a couple song tracks with like a one, a two, a three, yeah. and it's like a space yes. kind of theme deal. It's, yeah. it's um, built into four parts. Uh, one, okay. the planet. Two, the people. Three, the nebula. And four, the nexus. But it's not dealing with it that way. The concept has to do with instead of having polar opposites, Polar Similar is supposed to be bringing things together instead of taking the opposite of something and saying, hey, there must be something similar. He goes into it, uh, the lead singer goes into a little bit more in a different interview, but it's interesting for sure. Sorry, Jackson. Yeah. Oh, no, you're fine. But yeah, the album, I mean, the whole concept is great. Now I know it really is great. I think it's really interesting take on it. It's one of those albums where when you hear it the first time, I feel like you have to hear it again. And you just have to keep hearing it and hearing it because it's so interesting. And I know this sounds like really weird, but to me, it sounds different almost every time you hear it. Like you hear different things every time you go around it. And I love that about this album. It's so like complex. It's got so many different levels. I mean, it's just a really great album that everyone needs to check out. You would think an old band like this maybe might be slowing down. But that is the complete opposite. That is the yeah. polar opposite. Boom. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. like it. Damn. Jackson, Jackson, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Being a longtime listener of Norma Jean, I was I was excited for this release uh, weeks leading up to it, and I was looking forward to what they would do musically to evolve further with the metalcore. But I think they're becoming more progressive as they go along because you hear a lot of like the progressive elements, the sludge elements, the doomy elements, the mathcore stuff. The Southern influence. And when the first few notes of I the Plan- when the planet dropped, I was completely blown away. It's definitely more on the progressive side for sure. Yep. And you and it shows that they're not really looking to give it all up anytime soon. They're still going strong regardless of like longtime member um, Chris Day, the rhythm guitars leaving the band and stuff like that. Yeah, but, that was a transition for them, that's for sure. Yes. But and I've won the planet, everyone talking over everyone, and Death is a Living Partner are a couple of my favorites off this one. There you go. Yeah, this is definitely one of, if not their darkest album for sure. Oh yeah. And I would definitely say this is my favorite. I think Same. this is my favorite album of theirs, which is hard to say when I think this is six in. Yeah, it's like sixth or seventh with albums like Oh God, the Aftermath and yeah. everything. It's really hard I to think top they're seven. Seven, yeah. Did. So this is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's six or seven. Yeah. This is 
nuts that I would think that this is their best one. But I do. It's uh, polar similar. It's Solid State. This is Solid State Records. They went back to Solid State for this one, uh, which is pretty interesting. Uh, they're also going on the For Today's Farewell Tour as well, mm-hmm. which is pretty interesting. But the I, think they, yep. I think they announced, uh, I think, a tour for December, I think. Because that's, they said they were coming to that's Gramercy the one. Theater. Yeah, they're with yeah, four today. One. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. that's that big farewell tour with Gideon, I think, too. Uh, but no, just my epic. Oh my! Gideon is oh, the first half. Ah, I gotcha. Okay. We still have one band to announce. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, so Can't back to the that. album. So the only thing that threw me off about this was the first minute of the track of the very first track, "I the Planet," was a little threw me off because I wasn't sure what they were going for. But then this also threw me off. So the very first words, I think it's around there, it's, I hope you burn. (laughs) And then it says, I'll be the king of the ashes. Now, I'll be the king of the ashes. I will always remember that line because for some reason, I don't know, do you guys remember the band Weather Eye? Yeah. Yeah. They have a track called Is It Too Late? In that whole song, that's the thing that someone says during the breakdown. They go, you'll watch everything burn to be king of the ashes and the bass hits. And it's just such an awesome, like, <laughs> it stands out in my mind because of that. So I was like, oh, no, I hate it when bands use such, like, that's a unique line to reuse right. exactly. But the rest of the album got me. I wasn't, I wasn't too thrown after I realized what was going on. But I had to stop the album and go look for that track because I was like, I know I've heard that line. I have to hear it again. Inspector Ian. Yeah, I had to. But I, I love State this album. Solid State is on fire. Solid State is on fire with all these album releases yeah. lately, haven't they? Silent Planet, right? Silent Planet yeah, Forevermore. Yeah, Silent Planet Forevermore and now Norma Jean. Yeah, they Fit are. For a King. Yeah, Fit for a King coming out too. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah they're, they're killing it. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, this I, I love this album. I think it's great. It's dark. It's brooding. It's heavy at the places that it needs to be. It pulls back really? when it needs to. Yeah, really good. Highly recommended. I this was this might be the surprise of the year for me. Like I just I yeah, wasn't expecting here. it. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Brooding. I like that word. Brooding. Can we can yep. we get that as a trademark for the show? Absolutely. Use Gangrel's theme song. If anything, this was the RKO out of nowhere of the year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you were gonna oh, hold up an RKO picture or something. <laughs> Guys, we're two for two right now. That's amazing. We're on the same page for Artifacts Pareo and for Norma Jean. This is awesome. Yeah, but we're about to fuck it up. Oh, you want to go to that one right now? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go three and out. I want I want to end it right here. Ian, <clears throat> what is your take on Cold World of Mice and Men? You're finally here, ladies and gentlemen. Riser Records. Yes. Um, hmm. What are my thoughts? What are my thoughts? Shut up! Don't pretend that you're thinking about it. You know what you're talking. Trying about. to find the right where. Yeah, you hurt. Where is the boo button? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, speaks for itself. Where's the boo button? I don't know what to say. <laughs> you can do it, Ian. You can do it. I mean, you already heard me and Jackson's takes on the album. So. Well, no, actually, let's let's do that really quick. Just a quick synopsis of what you said, Jackson. A quick synopsis of what you said, Ty. I really like the album. Uh, I think that the songs that weren't released before the album was released are better than the ones that were released as singles. So I think that might have threw a lot of people off. So I think the album itself re- deserves like a redemption kind of. Like if you were thrown off by the singles, you have to check out the album because there's so much more to it. 
but that's my opinion. I know Ian still th thinks that it's shit. I'm just waiting for him to say And the Oscar goes to... <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> for lying. For lying. Wow. No, okay. I would never call okay. you. i never call you a liar. Uh, we, we don't lie on this. through the damn speaker board. All right. <laughs> yeah, because I remember last, uh, last episode saying that I heard one song that sounds like the melodics are being ripped off of a Seether song. But I listened to the album again, and... Uh, going back to it, I thought Did you that say the Seether bonus or saliva. He said saliva Seether. first, and then he I changed. Said first, you but then said I went back and I said Seether after the okay. show. Okay. Now I'm saying Seether. Yeah. Okay. I thought that the bonus tracks on Restoring Force, going back to listening to the Cold World again, going back to the Restoring Force mm -hmm. bonus tracks, I thought those would sum up the direction I might remember going in beforehand. So people shouldn't be too shocked about it. Uh, I definitely enjoyed the album for the most part, and there were a couple of weak moments here and there, like. Uh, the cliche vocals from Contagious, and I think uh, and the ghosts. two interludes, the plus and the minuses, <laughs> and I think a couple of tracks that don't really like have a, like too much pop to it, like it doesn't grab you right away. But yeah, you definitely have to hear the album for itself because some of the tracks definitely took me back to the days when I got into alternative metal, like Breaking Benjamin and Chevelle exactly. and Slipknot and all this. Not not Three Days Grace because I wasn't like a fan that. of Three Days Grace. <laughs> All right. Probably like Breaking Benjamin and stuff like that. I would, but yeah, definitely uh, my summary is uh, pain, the lie, down the road, and like a ghost. With that love. I think The Hunger is my favorite track. I wish everyone can see Ian's face right now, though, while we're talking well, there about how the album <laughs> There's something that Ty said. Well, first of all, thank you both. All right, so there was something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to latch on to what Ty said real quick. I really, really don't like it when people say that the new Of Mice and Men sound anything like Breaking Benjamin. Because Breaking Benjamin are so unique in that genre that it's an insult to say oh. that Of Mice and Men sound anything like them. Oh Breaking Benjamin God. are worlds above Of Mice and Men in that genre. So I'm just going to well, say they, that. They influenced Of Mice and Men to do this album now. So. No, they didn't. It was The influences for Of Mice and Men were Edema, Flaw, and Fill in the Blank 2002 band. It wasn't... Breaking Benjamin. Breaking Benjamin sounds too unique to themselves because they don't sound like Three Days Grace. No. So I'm just saying, like, in general, I would say more that A Mice and Men are a Dima, if anything. I think that's more their direction. I will say I think, also... I think Word Alive is more a Dima because they have the song that sounds exactly like Giving In by a Dima. And so does uh, A Mice and Men. Contagious. Well. Sounds exactly like it. I'm just saying, I, just in general. But what I will also say is, Ty, last week you had mentioned that Game of War, the first track, sounded like a U2 song. I believe it absolutely does not. It sounds like a perfect circle. That's what it sounds like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Just the like, I mean. Yeah, because I know. saw somebody mention a perfect circle on the Mice and Men in the same sentence just earlier today. And normally that sentence would be, wow, I really wish a perfect circle will still be around. That way we don't have to listen to a Mice and Men. But that's a separate... Yo, imagine my Men getting Maynard James Keenan on the track. So, yeah, Ian loves the album. Yay, that's, uh, that's the <laughs> review. <laughs> Ian loves the album. Uh, no, I, I despise it. Oh, uh, absolutely despise it. I don't think, once again, I am not that person that is going to troll their stuff. I, don't, I will not stop people from listening to it. You should go out and listen to it. And if it's your thing, it's your thing. I just think that they insulted their fans with damn yeah i think this album is an insult to their fans with how bad the lyrics are and how just they did not seem to care 
about anything. It's just, I tried. I could not find any ounce of passion in these songs. And I know there was supposed to be. I know it because I heard the backstories. I just, I don't hear it. I don't hear it at all. And I'd say really the only thing that I could take possibly that I would ever listen to again would be The Lie. The vocal style is exciting and different a little bit. But other than that, I just, I, it's a ripoff of everything. I just, and the lyrics really, are so terrible. Yeah, I really applaud the bands for saying one thing and then trolling them by releasing the CD that's opposite of what they say it's going to be. So I highly applaud that. I highly applaud Austin for the trolling on Instagram too as well. I applaud him for the truth. Well, well done, if Austin. It is, if it is the truth, unless oh, it, he says so. I, I will agree with him. I think Garbage everything he said poop. was true. Yeah. <laughs> garbage poop. This album, you know what? I'm taking his words. This album is garbage poop. But that's <laughs> garbage I- poop. <laughs> that's, that's Ian's Very opinion. Very mature words for me and Hate. <laughs> oh my god. No, but this like album I, is just straight up garbage poop. Yeah. I, really <laughs> so. I know it's funny to say it, but I I really oh, do think so. I just oh, lyric man. lyrics wise, guitar wise, anything there's just no effort passion anything put into this it just doesn't it doesn't seem like it and i'm not like i said as opposed to this album that album's garbage poop too (laughs) he's holding garbage poop if you ask me he's he's holding up restoring force restoring farce as i said last week garbage pooper look if you like of mice and men that's great i'm not saying that you're an idiot i hope you enjoy it i (laughs) wish i enjoyed it i wish i enjoyed all of it but i just I, I couldn't do yeah. it. I tried. Yeah. I, and you know I tried. You know I listened to that whole fucking thing. Yeah. Just so you know, they're never going to go back to the the sound on the flood At, or the self-titled album. I am completely so, fine with that. I'm completely fine. They can go in whatever. They could do a country album next. It's not going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. There's so many more bands now. It's okay. Exactly. Yeah. And like, like you guys have uh, said in the past, yeah, you can always go back to their old stuff. It's not like their old stuff is gone. You can go listen yeah. to any of that stuff and be fine. That's why I'm not mad about it. I'm not annoyed by this album and not anything. I just think I think it's insulting to their fans. That's what I think it is. I think if you expect someone to like the lyrics of a five-year-old kid, <laughs> he even mentioned he's not going easy on this album. In, everybody. in one of in one of the backstories for one of the lyrics things, I think he said, and I forget what song. It might have been like a ghost. He said, "Okay, I'm writing this like I'm an 18 year old, and I wanted to see if I was 18, would I continue to play this track? Like, if that's not making music for something that you're not, I don't know what else is. If you had said, yeah, I am making, I don't really remember. I don't really remember writing that kind of way when I was 18 because I was, I had an English teacher who was from England." And she knew how to teach English the proper way and further progress yourself as a writer. I don't think I ever written that type of stuff that Amai Men did. So here are the lyrics for Like a Ghost. Oh, shit. I think this is what they wrote about if they were 18 or whatever. I feel maliciously unstable. I feel the pain inside me grow. I need something, anything to get me by. I need something, anything just to numb this life. Hold and don't let go when you feel left in the cold. It will haunt you. Guys, what haunts things? Like a ghost. Ghost. Like a ghost. When you feel love like like you never did, you never did. It's just fucking shit, man. It just really is. And Yeah, I don't remember writing about that type of stuff or... 
type of emotional stuff. I don't know. I was I'm, 18 at I, all. I'm guessing Austin checked his diary. I guess so. Because he, he's like one of those singers that are popular with the younger demographic now that suffered through a lot of the stuff these teenage people are going through in real life, too. It really sucks the things he's had to go through, his medical stuff and everything. But when you come out and you say, I am going to write a song like what I would listen to when I'm 18, you've right there said you are catering your music to something that you're not anymore. So you can't anymore say that this album is what you really feel like and this is the way you want to do it because you're now catering to a group that you are not. Well, people do grasp to a Mice and Men now, not they tour with Linkin Park and Rise Against. Yeah, he tried yeah, let me ask you He something. tried for some Chester vocals a lot too and did not hit them. Yeah. Well, there's there could only be one Chester Bennington. It's very true. I must ask you. You may. Is this since I've been listening to the show, I've never heard you hate an album more than this one. Can no, I don't hate it. There's a play, there's a play on the one. Ian hates music now. <laughs> now it's actually for the first time. The hate actually means hate. No, no, so no. Is I don't this, hate this album. Out of all the shows, the one you liked the least, I guess you would say, if you don't want to say hate. <laughs> no, no. This no. is like the episode where Ian actually hated the album. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Trying to think back to all the reviews because normally what. I've done in the past is I just won't talk about something that I don't like. It'll just come up and, and I'll be like, no, we're not going to talk about that because I don't like it. But this is such a popular album and it's not right. going to sway anybody. Like us yeah, talking I'll... about this is not going to make anyone listen or not listen to A Mice and Men. So we're not hurting them in any way. I don't like to hurt bands. I don't want to affect people that way. I want to affect people by saying, yes, this music is great. You should really give this a listen, and whether you like it or not, that's your own opinion, but give it a chance. So even yeah, this, think, I'll say give it a chance and see if you like it, but holy shit, man, like, I, I'll yeah, never I listen Ian to this again. Saying they hurt themselves. Yeah, I think this is a first for Ian now. <laughs> and I'm not yeah. jumping on the bandwagon of people hating this album. We have actually have documentation of after every single has come out. <laughs> For this, yeah, for this album. It's not a bandwagon. Yeah, Some people no. might call it a bandwagon, but it's not the cool thing to not like them. Yeah. It's it's not that good of an album. I mean, I like it, but if you compare it to other stuff, if you've been a long time of a Mice and Men fan, this is not what you were looking for. Right. And I hope yeah. you do like it. Like, that's great. But yeah, I'm just being honest. I'm, I'm looking at the lyrics. I'm listening to it. That song, that first Cold War song, did either of you really think that should have been the first track of the album? Just being no. regular listeners to music. I mean, it was odd for that type of song being, like, to start off the album. I felt that they could have started off with The Lie and put yeah. Game of War at the very end or at least in the middle of the album. Like they've done with other start, albums. Yeah. Yeah, but to start it off with that type of song is kind of, like, odd, but... Eh, well, that's them trying to be, quote-unquote, different, but they're already doing that, so there's no reason. You're not putting a statement out there by doing that. That's all I'm looking at. I just... I'm looking at that, and then I'm looking at great albums like Artifacts Pareo, and I'm looking at great albums like Amity Affliction, and what else have we loved? I mean, amazing albums that we've talked about that are just so fucking good. Pierce the Veil and Silent Data Planet. Remember. Yeah, A Day to Remember, oh, Silent, Silent Planet, Planet, Forevermore. All these great fucking... Oh, dude, Farewell My Love. Fucking great. Oh, yeah. Like, all this shit is so good, and that's why it's like I don't have to waste my time. Like, it's fun to talk to you guys about it because we're playing back and forth on this. But I will I never... I to Polar Similar. I'll ne eh, Polar Similar, yeah. We just talked about it. I will never listen to this album again. There's just no reason to. Well, 
I mean, I would, but I would just like rearrange the tracks on my iTunes. Just put Game of War as the final track and have the lie be the first song to start off with. I take different words and lyrics and make up new songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, so that I was... guess it's uh, a two a two wins two <laughs> I say it's a two wins zero losses and one draw for you're, so far for you're this gonna call this a segment. draw yeah I call this I, I I'm just reading I'm just reading like if it was like a, Ty, Ty, do you I'm know, reading soccer standings you know what I did to this album I did, did this it's like that album was CM Punk and I was Mickey Gall that's what I did to oh. that fucking album. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, but everybody has like different opinions with this. Draw, so I say that. it's a draw. I say it's a draw. <laughs> I say I tap that motherfucker out in two minutes. <laughs> that shit was that shit was fight, funny man. though. <laughs> that shit was funny though. The fight. It was. <laughs> it was. Anyway, all right. Two wins, zero losses, one draw. <laughs> what do next we got? One. What do we got next, Ty? Lead us on. Yeah, we got a breakdown of sanity from the great country of Germany with coexistence. It's unsigned. Yep. It's a DIY because they're still DIY to this day. And it's basically them just sticking to their musical formula, basically. Just basically not fixing what's broken. Yeah, here's my joke for it. Hey, guys, talk about breakdowns. Am I right? Yeah, breakdown of sanity. <laughs> Yeah, if you ask me, you know, Jackson, give a review on this album. Hold on. Yeah, Jackson, could you give me a review of this album? Breakdown of Sanity. There you go. Okay. I mean, that is literally all you can say about <laughs> it. Not because, like, what the band is known for. It's just breakdown after breakdown. Yeah, it's machine not bad. Break I recommend it. It's just breakdown I wrote, of fucking Sanity. I actually wrote a yeah. ton of stuff on this. <laughs> I don't know why. Really? Yeah. I said... So it's Swiss metalcore. Vocals yes. are in English, right? That's just for people that don't know because they are unsigned. Uh, I noticed. <laughs> what I said was it's classic metalcore leaning on modern metal, probably. Some electronic core from time to time. Breakdowns galore. Double bass driving the tempo. Growls and cleans. Uh -oh. You don't think so? <laughs> no, I said, uh-oh. Oh, oh. Double bass. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why they're unsigned. That's why they're so unsigned. Lucky. Oh, yeah. That's why they're unsigned. Good. Yeah. Growls and cleans with a mix of almost every possible style, spoken word, gang vocals, etc., etc. Uh, there's nothing wrong with this album. It just blends together. Like, I could not tell you the difference between any track whatsoever. But I will say, because I do love this, plenty of blacks. And I love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blech. It's, it's a breakdown of sanity, man. It really is. That's, yeah. That is the best way you can describe this album. Yeah, even though the album blends, but three tracks I would recommend for those who are just getting into Breakdown of Sanity, Back to Zero, Dear Diary, and Cross Fingers. There you go. And yes, there are breakdowns. Yes. <laughs> Lots of machine gun breakdowns. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. All the pre-breakdown talking and all the different styles, and then it hits. And Yeah, look, there is nothing wrong with this. Absolutely nothing wrong. So go ahead and check it out. And if this is your style, this is your style. I still I liked it. It was just one of those ones that blended together for me. That was it. I heard yeah. there was a FAQ section in the back of the album when you purchase it, and the only question was, does this album contain breakdowns? And their answer was breakdown of sanity. <laughs> <laughs> I like when you reuse the jokes. I think that's the best part of it. Oh man. All right. So that was good. I would say recommended. I would yeah, recommend I'd it to take a listen I to it. I'd say breakdown of sanity. Three zero one. Well, what do we got next? We have a very softer side of things. We have this wild life with low tides. 
Um, I couldn't get through it. I got through it. It's pretty good. I fell asleep. Shit. All Why right. Why did you fall well, asleep during this life? Because it's pop music. <laughs> and that's fine. Over. It's pop music and I'll that's fine. I'll take over this. Oh, go I'm ahead, Jackson. Jackson's got I this shit. I fucking loved the album, man. What? <laughs> they were, you know, I was really shocked. There was no breakdowns, but... They did have a lot of really good They're called courses. This Wildlife a Breakdown of Insanity. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's the long title. Dude, no, oh, but for you, I love this album. It was really good. I, I'm not kidding you. Out of all these releases, Norma Jean and This Wildlife are the ones that I've been listening to the most. Wow. This I- Wildlife probably being the one I've been listening to the most, to be honest with you. I love it. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just it's not my style. I could put it on in the background if, like, a lady comes over or something. You're lying. You said yes, 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 yes. I did fall asleep. <laughs> but, yes. But I wouldn't fall asleep if a lady came over, maybe. I'd have it in yes. the background and be Hello. like, they'd be like, what is this? And I'd be like, this wildlife. They're like, hmm, interesting. You want to have this wildlife? Oh, that's a lie. Hey-o. Hey-o. Yes. <laughs> Sick album. 10 out of 10. I really liked it. I really did. That is. My take on that. I really liked it. Again, yeah. if you didn't know, res- I really liked it. Yeah, Hit the Reset is one of my favorite tracks. And also, another favorite track of mine is Fade, because there's one line in the song that stuck out the most, because I feel like a lot of guys out here today who mistreat their women these days, the line, and I quote, is, but don't mistake physical affection for emotional connection. God, you know I miss it, but girl, you know I'm distant. Never meant to fuck with your head. Shit, Timothy. It's directed towards shit. It's, Timothy. Yeah, I mean, hey, good message. It's just I'm pretty sure I heard the Backstreet Boys say that. Oh fucking! <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I didn't like about this album is that if you hear the song "Falling Down," it is a clear falling steal from down. Justin Bieber's song. I can't remember what the song. It's one of his new songs. You always hear on the radio. Can you give us a, a line from the song? Yeah, or something? can you sing it for no, us? No, it's not lyrics. No, it's not lyrics. It's it's a it's a sound going on in the back. It's not guitar or anything. They probably stole. Sorry. That. Yeah, sorry. I'm pretty sure it is. No, fruit. Anyone listening, check out "Falling Down." Is the name of the song? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. definitely a clear takeaway from one of Justin Bieber's new songs, and I'm not kidding. But no, oh, the boy. album's still sick. I really like it. I only yeah, yeah. cold world or low tides. Low tide. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, Look. So you would rather sleep through an album than have your ears bleed. I see. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, I wasn't saying anything bad about them. It's just not my style because you're going to come up to another album where I say almost the exact same thing too. So it's the next one. Yes, it is. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess it's another tie again. Yeah, I'll give you a tie. I don't think it's bad. Why do we yeah, keep saying three? Tie? Yeah. Why do we say three, this is zero, a U? Two. Yeah, Ty, why do we keep... Yeah, why, know, why is this it's a win, it's a loss, you? or it's a you. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> he doesn't get it. I know. <laughs> you keep saying the listeners it's a tie, do. it's a tie. Your name is Ty. Ha, yeah. ha, 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 ha. Okay. We're doing bad T-I-E jokes over here. is what I was talking about. Ty <laughs> game. We know Ty. We or know draw. Ty. Don't forget Just Ty, we know. Yep. Or draw. Or There you go. Say draw. draw. Say draw. Draw. There you go. And we know you're not talking about actually drawing something. Like, you know. Oh, I no. thought he was. Oh, okay. Just no. kidding. <laughs> no, no. But if I we are killing the audience right now. They are loving it. They are like doubled over, just laughing, clutching their <laughs> stomach. Like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Where did this show go? Last one is Anthony Green, Pixie Green. 
Great. Did, pixie pixie queen? did we type it's it queen. No, it's pixie yeah, I think, queen. I think I wrote that down wrong. Yeah, pixie queen. <laughs> uh, yeah, pixie queen. queen sounds cooler. I have my notes right here, so I wrote pixie green instead of pixie queen. Yeah, it's a pop record that I fell asleep listening to, but you it's know, not I bad. You fell asleep to that one again? Yeah, it's not bad. I had multiple nights yeah. that I was listening to these things. Well, to be fair, I wouldn't say that I'm a big um, Anthony Green solo album listener, as opposed to his stuff with Circus of Ivan and Seosin, but it's definitely something you could throw on like whatever mood you're in, like if you want to relax, and or if you're in like in the country somewhere or something like that, or if you just want to like sit by a campfire or something like that that's your ideal <laughs> album to put on when you're in a scenario like this i think that should be a new bit is we tell people where they should listen to every album that we review <laughs> what would be the this best is a location campfire so. album please this is your situation yeah, li- and this is your location gather around the campfire and sing our yeah. campfire and listen to wa- listen to this wildlife while you're about to have sex or anthony or green. anthony oh, green yeah hey yeah, um, so I definitely. Take uh, album crap, yeah, I didn't like it well, at all. Well, I have two, like three songs, and I was like, no, no. Yeah, I have too many friends Shots who are fired. big Anthony Green fans. So yeah, I can't Not say too nothing too bad about it. But listen, to, I listen to more Sayosin with him and Circus Vibes. So yeah, you'll be finding reason to stay. Are like two of my favorite songs off of that album. Yeah, once again, I'm not not recommending it i'm saying it's just not what i normally listen to yeah anybody who's a big anthony green fan who listens to everything he does sounds of animals fighting sales and circus survive whatever myriad amount of projects he has i recommend that all right moving on now the black parade tribute did not come in uh so i can't do a review on that but hopefully i heard i heard a few bits of it i don't think i'm gonna check that out you can check it out and then rip it if you want to, or you can just not check hey. it out and we just won't. Yeah, the the samples, just listening to the songs, I like. Even though I don't like the Black Parade album, I would just li- rather listen um, to um, that what? instead wait, of wait, the wait, 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 I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You can't just slide on. Rewind. Yeah, hold up. Say that one more time. Yeah, I would. I think you're. I think your Skype kind of crapped out there, so we're gonna redo that. Yeah. So what do you got? Yeah, I would say I said I would listen to I would say I would listen to that album even though I'm not a fan of the Black Parade instead of like the er, covers. Right there. Oh, okay. Right there. Okay. Right there. Okay. Yeah. I we, think we your Skype I think your time. Skype went sure. out again. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. No, Ty, I'm fucking with you. What are you doing? What are you doing? Say you did not like the Black Parade? I don't think so, no. Wait, nah. wait, you don't think so? Are you mistaking nah, it? Nah, nah, are you mistaking like it. it with restoring force? Nah. Okay. <laughs> I like Three Tears with Sweet Revenge a lot better than Black Parade. I'm sorry. Well, no, no, I'm not. I'm not no, ranking MCR albums. I'm just saying I'm surprised yeah, that like you it. don't like it at all. I speaking for myself. I didn't really enjoy the album all that much because I had the hard copy before because I wanted. I was interested in what they would sound like, and then I listened to them like, eh, not as not as good as the last couple of tracks from Three Tears for Sweet Revenge. No, fuck this. I'm I'm taking a stand for this. Whoa. I got a strike last time. Actually, that is true. Like that. Ty, you have Here's a strike. Ty's strike right you have now. a strike. <laughs> I have a strike. Jackson has two strikes. That's what we're hey, <laughs> glad to have the strike. <laughs> we gotta find some way to do it. Yeah, because Ian didn't like American <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, I didn't like Ty American didn't Idiot. Like the so. Black Parade, and I like Coldplay and Twenty One Pilots. Soon enough, we're all going to be kicked off of the show. 
Yeah. <laughs> no one doing yeah, I think Jackson's the closest to being kicked off the show. Oh, he is. That's for sure. But, yes, it's two but to be quite honest, out of everything people have said, the thing you just said, I would give more strikes yeah. to you. <laughs> Not just well, hey, one. But I'm being, I, I'm being fair, though. I'm being fair. Well, hey, I don't really like the Black Parade as much as Three Cheers. So. I got gotcha. you. All right, yeah. well, barring all that, I did not get the tribute album. So we will see. It is in the mail right now. And I will give a review of it once I haven't have been able to listen to it. Now, mm-hmm. the last album. Now, I'm not sure. I put this on, I think, a couple days ago because I found it. Yeah, but, Ian, why don't you talk about this Yeah, one? did either of you guys listen to Exalt? Yeah, I, did I not get to check it out. I just saw it yesterday. Yeah, and I okay. didn't get a chance to Yeah, jam we it. both just saw it. So. Oh, okay. So, Exalt had The Shape You Took Before the Ache, and this is a New Damage Records and Good Fight Music. Yeah, Good I Fight. I never heard of that one. Good Fight is a good label. They had some good bands like Conditions and Madball mm-hmm. and This Is the Apocalypse. Exactly. Now, this band oh, is, it's they're Canadian. This is hardcore. All unclean vocals, except for the very, very rare instances of cleans. Uh, and then there's a whole track called The Shape, which comes out of nowhere. Go ahead. When you say uh, all unclean vocals with the, 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 the clean stuff, you mean like a Misery Signals kind of situation? No, not vocal wise. This is straight okay. hard. This is straight hardcore. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. this is straight hardcore. But every once in a while, there's a couple songs that are so Deftones esque. It's very surprising. But they are complete oh. uncleans. I think you guys actually will really like this album when you get a chance yeah, to listen I to wanna, it. Yeah, I want to listen to it now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I just noticed it. That's yeah, you mentioned Deftones and melodic hardcore and. All this other stuff. So, yeah, you definitely got my interest on that. They originally weren't on my radar, and then someone messaged on Twitter. And I was like, oh, "Oh, I did not even know that this band had a brand new album coming out. So, yeah, I'll definitely check that one out for sure. Are you guys okay? (laughs) Yeah. What? Something happened? You can't hear all of that background noise. You didn't hear that? Motorcycles. Motorcycles. (laughs) It's coming from my neighborhood. There you go. Okay. Fucking Bronx. (laughs) (laughs) fucking bronx new york man there you go so anyways i would say go ahead check this out for sure i like melodic hardcore a lot but i don't always go straight hardcore i like this though i like the guitar riffs i thought they did a really good job of composing this and it's a quick album i think it's like 36 minutes because it's hardcore you know what i mean they get in they get out they do their thing so i think this is something you guys would enjoy I would say check out Exalt. The name of the album, again, is The Shape You Took Before You Ache. Those are all the reviews, aren't they? That was a lot of reviews. Yeah, yeah it was a lot. And yeah, but we October found out 7th a lot coming up is going to be a lot. We took a journey, and we, we <laughs> discovered a lot about each other. It was very good. Yeah, we discovered a lot about... Not liking Black Parade at all. Whew, man. Don't, don't keep saying it. I'm going to add strikes on. <laughs> all right, let's talk about upcoming albums... For 916, we've got Knocked Loose, Laugh Tracks on Pure Noise. We've got Tesseract. How do you say E-R-R-A-I? Arai. Okay. Arai yeah, so. on K-Scope. we got Touche Amore, Stage 4 on Epitaph. Then we've got King 810, La Petite Morte. So excited for that yeah. one. Or a conversation with God on Roadrunner. They just sent me the email saying that my merch bundle is shipped. So I'm excited. Taking Back Sunday with Tidal Wave on Hopeless Records. Turnstile, Move Through Me on Pop Wig. Young Guns, 
with Echoes on Wind Up Records and Ghost with Pop Star, oh sorry, Pop Star on Llama Vista Recordings. That's an EP as well. So there you go. That is a lot of stuff coming out next week too. My God. So yeah, we'll see. I I mean, are we even going to do the Taking Back Sunday? We might as well because they're a very uh, modern day legend kind of band and everybody still listens to Tell All Your Friends. And of course, people who are going to want to... You're going to tell me you don't like that one, Ty? So I guess people who still listen to them will want to hear our takes on the album. So I'm definitely... I I think we should definitely review that one. All right, we'll do it. We'll do it. Do it, but I'm not going to like it. Yeah. (laughs) Or... Or what's going to happen is we're going to come in here and Ty and I are going to be like, I like that, Ty and I. Ty and I are going to be like, hey, this album blows. And Jackson's going to be like, whoa, 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 guys. This is <laughs> I, like I'm 21 pilots. Yeah. Happen. He's like, this is 21 pilots level good. And then start oh, talking all this bullshit. <laughs> I guarantee that will happen for sure. I'm pretty sure no, too. No, and no. He's going to be like, this is better than. No te- one is on 21 pilots level. Oh, there it'd you be go. Surpri- it'd be surprising <laughs> if we all hated it. Nah, I'm sure there's some good stuff on it. I just think <laughs> someone's going to come in here and be like, this is better than tell all your friends. And we're going to be like, fuck you. No, no, <laughs> no. Fuck out of here. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's move on to breakdown from the past. Let's see. Who started last time? Do we remember? Um, who's who I did with this or the apocalypse. All right. Yeah, Ty. Oh. Oh, 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 update, because Ian is a man of his word. I went back, yep, I went back, and I listened to This or the Apocalypse this week as well, and I will retract partial parts of my boo that I did when you originally brought it up. I still must have seen them on a very bad live night, twice actually, I looked back, I saw them twice live, but I did like some of their stuff. Jackson, anything you want to say to that? Hey, that's what breakdown from the past <laughs> is all about. Admit you like them. I know. That's, that's I'm just saying. You I, gotta I revisit them sometimes, man. That that's exactly like you just said. That's what breakdown from the past is all about. So Ty, then how about you start tonight? Yeah, another band that Alex needs to listen to that doesn't have whiny clean vocals is <laughs> a band called A Dozen Furies oh. from Dallas, Texas. Oh, hey. though this should be your band right now. They're, uh, they came to popularity because of a TV show, which was one of my favorite TV shows on MTV back in the day called Battle for Ozfest, where bands oh. compete for a spot on the spot on the main, uh, not the, I think it's the second stage on the 2005 Ozfest, same year that Wicked Wisdom, Jada Pinkett Smith's band played. I thought you were going to say the show Awkward or yeah. The <laughs> Challenge Rivals. Yeah. So yeah, they came to popularity because of that show. They won the contest. They were around since 2004. They came out with the EP before this full-length CD called The Concept of Fire. It's on Sanctuary Records, Divine Music Group, I think it is. And they it's a pretty sick album going back forward to the lead-driven guitars, the singing and the screaming, the well-placed breakdowns, the melodics. And sadly, they're not together anymore. They broke up at the peak of their career because they were touring with Guar, they did the Ozfest, and they, I think they're like doing like completely different bands now, but this album in particular, uh, or their only best CD because that was like their only release. Gotcha. So definitely check out A Dozen Furies for sure. Jackson, that's your job. Oh, I will. No, for <laughs> sure. <clears throat> oh my God, my voice just went out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. 
I really yes. after the show is done, of course. My breakdown from the past is from a band called Windwalker. And they released an EP called No Longer Dead. And yes, this is another band from Dallas. Oh, hell, Dallas. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Longhorns. Yeah. No, no Longhorns. Get that out of here. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, No Longer Dead is the name of the EP. It is a sick EP. Everyone, please check it out. Um, the band did break up uh, about four, five months ago. Okay. And it really was a shame because they were one of the Dallas loved ones headlining all the local shows and stuff. And they really did enjoy seeing them. Um, if anyone does check out the EP, check out the track Bare Bones. That's probably the best one on there. But honestly, the whole EP is great. But yeah, everyone, please check it out. And then my breakdown from the past is Eyes Like Diamonds. And I heard of them. Yeah, they are metalcore post-hardcore. They had one EP called Mystery with nine songs in 2009. And then they had one full length called Frequencies in 2011. And then they put out a couple singles afterwards, but the band ceased to be after that. They were from Las Vegas. And I just thought they did a really good job of flowing all the different forms of metalcore, electronic core, and all that kind of stuff together. And I think some of the band joined with some of this romantic tragedy and made another band, but I forget what their name is, so I'm going to have to look up that more. But this is one of those ones where like, there's definite quality in them, and they probably would have matured a little bit more and could have had something else, but they're one of those... It's one of those times where they probably came out when the when the system was flooded, you know, I think they stand out. Like, I think if I heard them with a bunch of other bands, I'd be like, yes, that's eyes like diamonds, but I could see how they could kind of get lost in the shuffle. But frequencies is a great album. Uh, and I think they did a lot of stuff, right? So go ahead, check them out. They haven't been around together for a while though. I mean, but that is the point of breakdown from the past anyways. So check yeah, them out. True. So yeah, I think that is all set. Wow. We have been talking for a while. That's pretty good. Good episode. Yeah. For sure. Well, let's not pat ourselves on the back yet. Let's see how it sounds. (laughs) So we'll have some more topics to talk about next week. And then we'll have, obviously, way more reviews to do. I don't want to give the surprise away yet. But I have two conversations coming up this week. And I don't know if I'm going to release them this week. This week might be one. We've been putting out all these great conversations recently, plus these episodes. Might skip a week and come back with these new people. But let's just, here's the hint. For these two bands, both of these bands have major albums coming out within the next month. That's all we're going to give you. Yep, that's one big thing. And then I have another conversation set up with a completely different band that I'm looking forward to as well. And yeah, it's going to be interesting coming up. So just uh, keep listening and keep enjoying. To all the haters out there, we appreciate it very much. Thank you for listening. Now, Jackson, do you have anything to plug? Yeah, like Ian was just talking about, there are big things coming to the show. We're so excited. Uh, we don't want to spoil it right now, but you will find out sooner than you think, and we're super stoked for it. Um, please let us know what you think of the show so far, things you like, things you don't like, things you hate, things you love. You know, we love to hear that stuff. Um, please follow us, Ian Hates Podcast, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we got email. I mean, we have it all, guys. We we just want to talk to you. We're, we're lonely people. Okay, We want to hear <laughs> yeah. from all of you. We're hopefully going to have merch coming soon. We've got so much stuff that's going to be added to this show to make things flow. It's going to be really, really great. I'm very, very excited. So, Ty, what else you got to plug? Stoked. 
Yeah, I have a blog, of course, you can check out. It's called the Thai Rock City Music Entertainment Blog, thairockcity at wordpress.com. And I have a photography Instagram where you can check out. That's where I uh, take uh, a lot of pictures and I upload them for everyone to hear. I take pictures of live bands and outdoor scenery and stuff like that. Hopefully, I will get to take pictures of more bands soon. So uh, you can follow that on Instagram. It's called at Thai underscore Rock City Photography. Check that out. And check out the blog as well. And just keep listening, keep subscribing, keep rating us, keep messaging us. Do what you have to do to be a lot more connected and closer to us because we like to interact with the fans as much as you love to listen to us. So, yeah, expect nothing less and keep an eye out for what we have coming your way. Big stuff coming your way. Uh, thank you, Ty and Jackson, because I think they just did all the plugs. I don't think I need to say it again. So I think the hey, major you. thing is please rate us on iTunes because that's how we just continue to grow is from that. I know it's strange, but that's how all this stuff works. So if you can rate us, write something about us on iTunes, preferably five stars, that would be awesome. I obviously have much more on the podcast show stuff coming up soon, and I will let you guys all know about that soon enough. But I think that's all set. I think we're all good. So, Jackson, do you have any final words for everyone? Guys, rest easy. Keep jamming. There's so much good music out there. Just jam it all. It's good stuff. Yeah, expect nothing less. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.